Welcome into another edition of the Commitment Issues podcast. I'm Woody Romack, joined uh, from some type of a bunker by Rob Cassidy. Rob, how you doing? Yeah, not all of us are blessed enough to have palatial states in Atlanta. So I'm here in my, my one room shanty in Miami. Right, yeah, I'm in one of my many extra rooms. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Dave Lackford. Dave, how you doing? Good, man. Good to be Dave, for those of you who haven't watched on YouTube yet, Dave has a matching outfit every week that's usually Philadelphia themed. Uh, Rob's got like a Mets theme going, but I think Dave, I think Dave wins again uh, of the three of us. I didn't know we were in a competition. I might have to start. I might have to start breaking out the matching hats. Yeah, I mean, you, you're gonna have to get the light fixed too. Uh, yeah, no kidding. All right. So anyway, uh, this will be hopefully a quicker episode. For those of you who listened last time, well, we, we got some rave reviews. Uh, I don't know about the ratings. The ratings are about flat. So tell a friend that we're back and we're recording. Uh, coming up. It, it, when we stopped recording for like a year, it flattened the curve, you know? <laughs> well, I did record some. I did record some. You were gone for legitimately five months. Um, and uh, But I did record some in there with, with Gorney and Farrell and whoever else. But, you know, what can we do? We were traveling the countryside. Uh, we didn't have Zoom. I didn't know Zoom existed. And if, if anybody's a suspect for releasing the virus, it's whoever owns Zoom. <laughs> I was reading something today about how our parent company, Verizon, uh, is entering the meeting space, the virtual meeting space, and some program they're releasing. Oh, well, I guess we won't be using Zoom anymore, I'll be told by Yahoo Legal that we can't. Can. Yeah, this, this might be the last Zoom podcast. Uh, so anyway, we're going to talk about a few uh, football topics. We're going to talk a little bit of the Michael Jordan show. So I'm sure everyone's going to watch it. There's nothing on. And then we have the NFL draft next week, too. So we'll be doing a lot of stuff about that over uh, the next week or so. So let's jump into it. Number one news story of today was JT Daniels, former five-star class of uh, 2018, that's the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields class. He was ranked right behind them. He enters the transfer portal, which is weird because, like, why did he do it now? Because the, the, he said he was already announced he was coming back early in the year. Now he said, I'm not coming back. I'm hitting the portal. My only thinking is it could be that that waiver rule is going to get passed and he knows he can go anywhere free and clear. Um, but what did you think about seeing old JT hit the portal there, Rob? You know, he's like a mystery to me. I never got to see him in high school because he was suddenly, he was a junior that was reclassified and was suddenly a senior. Uh, I don't think he either – I don't think I ever saw him in a seven-on-seven. Seven. I don't know if he played seven-on-seven. Seven. He's like Sasquatch to me. <laughs> you know, then he showed up playing for USC for like one game, <laughs> and that was that. So well, I, played, I don't know what to make of the kid. He played that whole season the first year when they were terrible. Oh, that's right. With, that's the right. Old, with the old offense, and then they fired the whole staff. They brought in the new coach, and that's what we've talked about a hundred times is, you know. Do we think he's good, or is this a Tate Martell situation? Or I don't – Well, he's definitely better than Tate. Uh, I do think, like, him skipping his senior year of high school to start playing, even though everyone's like, he should still be in high school. He's like, you know, he was like 19 or whatever. It's not <laughs> like, you know – the thing that people don't realize, they'll be like, Calvin Ridley was too old. Every single player, you know, I would say 75% of the players now are turn 19 during their senior years of high school. Oh, and you think it's bad now? Wait until we come back out of this. It's going to be a reclassifying city. Everybody's going to be held back a grade because of this coronavirus stuff. They're going to see it as an opportunity to reclassify. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. They say, oh, you know, I just don't think he really got the education he needed this yep. year. 
where we're talking like people get held back like a lot of it, it happens at these elite private schools around the country with eighth graders they identify the good talent and hold them back because we've had some it's just funny because you'll have a one fan base complain about a guy being old and you'll be like name a player on your team oh he's, he's a 23 year old <laughs> sophomore uh <laughs> what happened with mark pope at miami remember like when i like brought him to the first rivals camp I'm like you guys are gonna love this kid he's an eighth grader you know fast forward two years and he's at miami <laughs> right yeah, he, right. he was like a Doogie Hauser situation. So anyway, uh, I know there's been, you know, a lot of debate. Oh, Keaton Slovis was a three-star. He outplayed the five-star. And I've always said I wanted to see them go head-to-head because I wanted to see Daniels in the air raid offense where every quarterback puts up huge stats. Uh, now we're not going to see it. Now we were talking in our text thread, where will he go? I immediately said Tennessee because of the T. Martin connection. Uh, Lackford immediately said no way and then we saw Jesse Simonton from our uh, Tennessee site say why would he come there they've got five quarterbacks on the roster uh, I think at least two of the quarterbacks are going to transfer and then that leaves you Garantano Harrison Bailey and I think the other kid's named Jimmy Holiday who's like a three-star athlete dual threat who I think isn't going to play quarterback anyway so I think if I'm Tennessee, I'd rather have JT Daniels and uh, Harrison Bailey going head-to-head for the job than having uh, Jared Garantano and, and Harrison and the rest You're of the You're going to have to refer – do Tennessee fans like or hate Garantano this week? I, I can't keep up. It's well, he's never, ta- he's never talking to the media again, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was told that. No, no I can't keep up. It's like a Felipe Frank situation. I get confused whether they like him or hate him. I'm pretty sure they like him, but I, I can. They hated him at like, and with two minutes left in the bowl game, he was transferring. They were ready to run him out of town, and then they won, and uh, he's the hero again. But I have a feeling that like, if if he gives way, I have a feeling we're headed for like a Kelly Bryant situation next year with Harrison Bailey, where Garantano starts the year and by week get get him through the old Oklahoma game, and by week three or four, it's Harrison time. Um, so. So that was my pick. Dave, I told you to research it and make one. Who, who's your case for where he should go? I want to know who's, which Pac-12 team has the path of least resistance to being QB1 next year? Well, because Herbert's gone. Here's who's the, the I, don't, I couldn't tell you who the quarterback of Washington State is. Uh, that's a good question. I thought they had that. But, I mean, it's, of course, it doesn't really have the appeal that it once had with Leach's system. Yeah, Leach right is cool. Well, so, so here's the thing. Oregon would be the, the perfect fit, but they did have Anthony Brown uh, just – I believe he committed there and, and, and might have signed. The College, the Boston College yeah. transfer. Well, I've, no, seen him, I've seen him play. Like, when they played Louisville, I was down there on the sideline, and he was terrible. Well, but, <laughs> but he's not a guy, man. Like but, that's that's not a lot of resistance there. Well, no, going. but he's the guy they have is the guy Tyler Shug or whatever who's been backing up Herbert, who was like a Rivals two hundred and fifty guy, and he's been the guy they've been grooming. And they were supposed to be bringing Brown in as like a veteran, maybe make a little competition and have a backup plan. I don't know, man. Daniels, Daniels would be the perfect fit to take over for Herbert. The problem is, who knew they got Joe Moorhead now, and he he chose to play Tommy Stevens voluntarily. <laughs> all last yeah. season. Oh. You know who seems to like transfers is West Virginia. Where are they at in all this? 
Well, they have uh, they have uh, one of the da- remember the Daggy br- the quarterback. Oh yes, yeah, Seth and uh, yeah, yeah, his his Jarrett, I think, is his name. He came from uh, Bowling Green. I think he, him and and I think Austin Kendall's supposed to be back. Although I've heard some rumors that he might be transferring somewhere else too for his final year. So. Uh, I think t- now the one X fact Tyson Helton, if you remember him, was the one of the assistants there. Clay Helton's brother. He was Tennessee's offensive coordinator. Now he's the head coach at Western Kentucky. Now, Western Kentucky wouldn't be like the sexy place to go, but I mean, you want to talk about a place you can go play? I don't see why he couldn't come in there and win the job. Yeah, I know. I guess we'll see. I it's it's. You know, it's uncertain times and everything, about, especially this. I hit up, listen, Woody, when you said Tennessee, I hit up one of my uh, sources at Tennessee, and I was like, JT Daniels, eyeball emoji. And he goes, who that? <laughs> yeah. well, that's, that, says, that says more about your sources than uh... – <laughs> He's a legitimate source, you know? I mean, I could find out. if I guess I should have probably just made a text over there to uh... – to uh, one of the assistants and said, hey, JT Daniels, eyeball emoji. And he would be like, who is this? He wouldn't say, who's that? He'd say, who <laughs> well, is- the thing is, and you know this as well as I do, anytime you reach out to one of these coaches about anything, they don't want the kid until he's on campus. It's like, no, we haven't really thought about it. And then, you know, he'll text back a week later. Like, oh, yeah, he's great. We're <laughs> happy it's because he called you. We're happy with our quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the one thing, what about, I thought about this one. What about LSU? I mean, they, they're clearly not in love with Miles Brennan. I mean, he's been, it seems like he's been there for 10 years and he's never played even when, even when uh, before Joe Burrow came. I mean, could he be the uh, JT? Here's, the, here's why I wouldn't do that if I was JT Daniels, though, right? Because LSU has a, has a terrible history of quarterback usage. And then the guy that they had last year, was there with Burrow and now he's in the NFL so it's like I think that what we saw last year was kind of a a blip on the radar an aberration and I think they'll regress to the mean so I mean Daniel seems like a smart guy I think he was calculating in this move like you said Um, he was waiting to see if the rule was going to go through where no one's going to have to sit there's going to get to transfer and what I I, I don't know if that's has that actually been um put out there is that's the case or is that just no, I think he's anticipating this happening I think it's supposed to happen like any day now I can't remember he's when the breaking vote. while the iron's hot and he's trying to make a good move for himself and and would LSU really be the I mean all those receivers are leaving except one so so hey Rob if I went and looked up you said you never saw him if I went and looked up the camps how many camps do you think you would have been at where he was there? Standing on the maybe one because I know you didn't come to the last one uh, when I went to LA and I didn't come to the one before that. So I don't, I don't think I ever was at a camp with him. Okay. All right. I'll do the math. I'm, I'm positive. He was at a future 50 that we were both at together. Uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll go to the tape. I'll look it up. Cause he, you know, he kind of, him and Jacob Sermon were both there and they both kind of had like a redneck type vibe to them. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll go back. And we'll, at Washington still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be competing for the job this year. So, anyway, the the larger question is, I see all these tweets, why are all the five-star quarterbacks transferring? 50% of 60% of them transfer. It's like, every, every, I think across the board on quarterbacks, 
I mean, I, I don't know if 60% of three stars transfer because there's way more three stars, but I mean, 60% of you're talking about like 50 dudes, you know, I mean, well, they also all go to the same programs. It's like, come on, bro. Try on a Northwestern, <laughs> you know, it's like, try, on a, try on a Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> three went to Clemson. Six of them went to Georgia and Clemson in the last like three years. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's overblown. People are going to transfer. That's it. You should, I mean, the insanity that the pearl clutching over transfers in football when when dudes go to like four schools in basketball and nobody cares it's also yeah, stupid it's to talk culture. about quarterback transferring when there's only one quarterback it's not like he's a receiver even running backs timeshare now so you're you're a five-star quarterback you're the best in the country and you're justin fields and all of a sudden the coach is like look jake Fromm got us to the national championship and had it not been for a blown coverage where the corner thought he was in cover two, should have been in cover three. Jake Fromm's national champion. So what do you uh, tell? I'll tell you what. Kirby should have showed half the gusto that Dabo had because he had to know. If you have Justin Fields and Jake Fromm in practice every day next to each other, you know who the better quarterback is, right? No, I, like, I, he just didn't want to put his neck out there. Dabo put his neck out there and let you know Kelly Bryant leave, and it turned out okay. They won the national championship. I feel. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got to question Kirby's judgment there. And I appreciate having some loyalty and sticking to your guy. But I, I don't think anybody's ever looked at those two players, uh, coach or otherwise, and been like, yeah, this is the better option, Jake Fromm. And on the flip side of that, though, Fromm came from – remember, Smart recruited Fromm to Alabama. And then when Smart left and went to Georgia, Fromm followed him. So I think, I think you're right. If, if he would have analyzed that situation with logic from a business standpoint – I think, yeah, for sure, the, the easy call would have been Justin Fields. I yeah, mean, plus, it would have been pretty bad from a PR that. standpoint. But, I mean, he would have looked like the bad guy. Well, sure. I, think he made it, I think he went with his heart. But at the same time, it, I mean, they went to the national championship, and it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Looked, so it's like, oh. look, we got our guy. Fields are from. We're going to be straight. I'm going to go and, and make it seem like I'm loyal to my people. No, it's, like, it is a hard decision. It is impossible to bench a dude that took you to the title. I understand right. that. Yeah, yeah, unless you're Clemson and they did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Kelly Bryant did take them to the playoff <laughs> yeah. uh, and then got benched. But so the weird thing, I don't know. I, I guess I see it. The, the problem with, like, I wonder if Fields would have stayed at Georgia and played in that offense with those receivers that Fromm had. I mean, would he have been like, I guess he would have had McCole Hardman and, and, but I mean, even like, look at McCole Hardman. He's amazing in the NFL. He just won a Super Bowl as like a rookie at Georgia. Right. What, what, what did he do at Georgia? I mean, really like. He was hurt some too, wasn't he? Didn't he miss like half a year with some injury or something? No, he, they, he started it. They started him at DB and he spent a whole season not like playing special teams. I thought he was hurt too, for some reason. Maybe no. I he was hurt. Did you guys see, speaking of, well, like, wait till we, are we going to get to the draft? I'll bring the injury thing up when we get to that. Let's move on with this segment and we'll come back on that with the draft. Um, you want to talk about these fake uh, videos? Yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> I want to talk about Brock, whatever Okay, so uh, it, it's really, it's kind of hard to explain. I'm trying to pull up the... Uh, the I'll try to take it if you want. I okay, go ahead, Rob. You explain it. Yeah. All right, so from what I understand, a person, I'm going to assume a kid, has been bored in quarantine and has started playing NCAA. What was the last NCAA football game, 14? 14, yeah. Started playing NCAA 14 in like a dynasty mode or something. 
and he has created road, Twitter road to glory. Road, road to road. glory. He's created Twitter accounts where all the fake recruits, a bunch of fake reporters. Uh, I b- believe like there are some fake pro wrestlers in there. It's like a extended universe from a different video game <laughs> that are all commenting on each other's things and so, fake coaches, and they're all like tweeting like real recruits and fake reporters. Yes, lots so, of fake reporters. So I got. This is this is how I got involved. Rob and I, Rob brought this to my attention because some kid from Illinois, quarterback, five-star quarterback, tweeted out that he had an offer from Louisville, right? And I'm like, what? What is this? And I had no idea that this was going on. So I don't know if Rob knew about this. I before. already knew. I, yeah, I'd okay. seen it. I didn't know. I didn't know. So I see this thing, and I, I'm like, who is this guy, man? And I see that he has like. He has, like, a real header, but he has, like, a fake video game avatar. So I'm like, I I don't know what's going on. So I look his name up on the high school that he claims on Max Preps. I don't don't see his name there. So I'm like, you know, just a fake recruit. There's no huddle. You know, I'm going to just put it out there because what's going to happen is – on my message board, I'm gonna have a bunch of people saying, "Dave, we want from the five star. <laughs> want to hear about you didn't Connor even Nolan. The or other side, TOS mentioned it, but you didn't mention it. Hold on, I'm trying so, to figure out. Yeah, there he is. What's yeah, his name here? Okay. So I tweet out that it's a fake tweet, and Rob's like, "Hold up, no, 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 leave him alone. You know, it's the end of the world. Because yeah, it's just some kid having fun. I don't think he was trying to fool anybody. If he was trying uh, to fool you, his picture no, wouldn't be pixelated. Yeah." I, now I don't think he was trying to fool me, but at the time I'm like, oh, this here we go with this again. You know what I mean? So, we, right. We so we obviously had issues with, with the catfish situation before, but this there has to be. I thought it was one person at first. There is no way. It's got to be like it's a huge. Group. There's way too many Twitter profiles doing. Lux says, sorry, there's the tweet. Yeah, if you guys are watching that video, is that Madden? Is that they Madden? got a game? They got a game film from NCAA football on there. He's like, watch my film. And it's, you know, it's video game footage. It's pretty awesome. Okay. What I think is great is that one of them, did you see the other night, one of the fake recruits got a DUI and they had footage from the DUI and was shot on (laughs) Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Footage from Connor's DUI. Lost his offer from Texas Tech. And it's like a screenshot of this guy playing Grand Theft Auto swerving into the guardrails. It was also the weakest Grand Theft Auto DUI of all time. He wasn't like (laughs) jumping off a ramp from a building. and He's trying to make it realistic, man. He rode well, through a light and hit a, hit a curve. <laughs> so, so uh, what's the weirdest, the funniest part about the people getting duped is the kids are like, the, whoever's doing it is doing it like so, like the kid will say, hey, I'm committed to Washington State. And then like six hours later, he's like, week, it's like weeks. He tweets like, just beat USC as a true freshman, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then like, obviously like a bit, you know? Right. So here's the, so Northern Illinois assistant coach, <laughs> as you can see on the screen, Thomas Hammock got suckered in. And he says, so this will be with the tweet of the week for you. Well, and okay. We need to, we need to specify that this kid was minding his own business with this fake video game thing. He did not tag the coach. He did not at the coach. That's he did right, not DM the coach. The coach took it upon himself to do yeah, this. So, All right, take it away. Please. So Thomas Hammock DMs him and says, I'm the only person that offers scholarships, and I did not offer you. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> this is the real Thomas Hammock, by the way. We don't play those games here. Uh, shots fired in the DMs, coming strong. So the kid sends a picture of the recruiting, <laughs> of the Northern Illinois recruiting board from, from the, the video field. game. Yeah. And says, there must be some mistake. I just got offered by Northern Illinois. I'm so close to gaining this scholarship, coach. And then the, the coach says, 
come on, let's not start this. It's already bad. Kids posting fake <laughs> offers. Still doesn't get it. So then he says, I don't know what you mean. This real, but you're not going to get this world-class talent on your team when I announce my top five next week. <laughs> <laughs> he blocks him. And then, and then he blocks the kid. And then, the, and then Coach Anik blocks him. Now, so some point today, uh, which speaking of which, by the way, I have the Twitter account blocked that uh, I have the Twitter account blocked that posted these screenshots for some reason. Um, it's called at CFB home. Right. That but I've been, I got, really got an argument with them. <laughs> oh yeah. I definitely probably got an argument with them, blocked them. But uh, how could a, a coach of a division one FBS team? He's the head. Not coach, take the bro. time. There's somebody claiming an offer from your school. You don't click on the profile and see that all his film is video game film. You just, you have to yell at the kid. So, so, so coach Hammett, cause the, I didn't even know this guy was the head coach by my, by the way, he says, Due to, due to NCAA rules, I'm not allowed to comment on specific recruits, even from the class of 2014. I'd like to state that all of our offers are committable and come personally from me. People pull offers every day. We're not in that business. Honesty is a policy. Man, he got me with the last. Yeah, he did get you, Coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, coach got, got – what's funny is after the, the guy posted the uh, – the, the fake recruit posted the screenshots and said like they pulled my offer and turned it into like a bat, <laughs> like a body <laughs> turned it into a storyline now, <laughs> i was i was clicking through this yesterday it is amazing how deep it is like not only do you got the fake reporters and the fake recruits he's got a wrestling video game universe of fake wrestlers that he's created that the wrestlers interact with the football recruits <laughs> And they compliment each other on the matches and their, their high school games. I mean, it's a, it's a real tangled web, so, this man's weed. So, listen, I interacted with the Butch McGuire kid, all right? He, he's a five-star. Right? You're talking about him like he's real. So, so Butch McGuire, right? This is, I got the fast track on Butch McGuire, Butch McGuire's recruitment, right? So, he's, like, blessed to receive a Louisville offer, right? And I was like, this is a fake account. And he's like, not a fake account, sir. I'm a prospect at NCAA football 2014 EA. Please respect my decision. Amazing. Old red exclamation marks, right? So then some dude, some, you know, takes sports too serious guy, tweet, like, comes in a day later and goes, congrats on your fake offer. And he's got, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> gifts, whatever. And then Butch goes, it was a real offer in NCAA football 2014. No worries. Louisville is falling fast on my list. So I was like, dude, he's a Kentucky fan. And then Butch goes, thanks for the heads up, Dave. The facilities and your legal expertise are keeping Louisville in my top seven. Hours. I want to have – and I was thinking I want to ask the kid to come on the podcast. But I can't decide if it would yeah, be better we'll if we Butch had the him. kid himself or if we could get one of the players in character. Right. I like the character because, like, some of the kids – like so, I mean, there are they've got, there are fake coaches, too. Like, because, you know, on that game, you could, like, coach a dynasty and then get hired yeah, by other yeah. coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got coaches announcing that they're leaving. Some of the heights and weights are, like, hilarious. If you go look at the kid, it'll be, like, 5'9", 300 pounds or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we got to have one of these characters on. But there are two – so, also, some – some of them will put two like this like Baldwin Haynes has a two point three GPA. <laughs> well, I just love how intricate the bios are. Like his bio says, "Small town product, 
undersized and underestimated. Like that is this is somebody that follows your critic extremely close. Yeah, right. They're dead. They're dead. Oh, here's one. Look at this kid. I don't care how many stars you got, you gotta show me. <laughs> no, this this might be somebody that works in our business. Well, because they made that a, <laughs> yeah. so they made a fake rivals reporter too. Yeah, right. I saw it. Same. Um, so I mean it goes on like I said there's no way one person could do this it's too hard you just to switch back and forth between the Twitter accounts did you see the wrestlers I was talking about there's a whole wrestling video game universe as well I don't know but I gotta make sure I gotta I gotta get that they do tweet at the rivals accounts sometimes um yeah what they say the world won't end with a bang it'll end with a whimper (laughs) (laughs) I want the kid on the show all right, so yeah, so, we'll get him on, but instead of like having his video, it'll just be like one of these avatars, like here's the faceless, the, like the faceless rivals thing. <laughs> here's the thing: somebody's gonna have the story. It's probably gonna be the athletic with, uh, you know, some in-depth thing. Cause someone's gonna catch on to it. I don't know if they're aware of it yet, but I mean, I, I got the inside track with Butch McGuire, so I don't. I, 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 I gotta say, I laughed so hard when I saw breaking. Somebody, so and so's got a DUI. Here's footage from the event, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and then they were like, How will Nick, how will Nick Rolovich discipline him? And they tagged the coach. At <laughs> he was swerving into guardrails. No, oh, man. All right, Dave, hit him up and see because that's actually funny. Like, to, to, I'm hitting him up right now. For him to take a shot at your legal expertise, that's a good joke. That's quality. That is, that is. He might that's, know this that's person. Great a right Hit him there. up and ask him if he wants to come on the pod next week. Tell him he can either come as one of his characters or he can come as himself. Yeah, I'd like him to come as one of his characters and just have that that grainy image on the screen. Yeah, let's have the DUI kid come on to explain his side of the story in the DUI. Yeah, that would be good. Everyone does characters now. I mean, especially, you know, like so, some people have made an entire career of her being alleged characters that say offensive things and pretend that yeah ask him ask him if we can get the the drunk quarterback on i don't know if you guys saw did you see me today i I got mad took a shot at rex chapman which we can talk about later i've had it it, but anyway we can talk about i've had it with two people not so much rex i've had it with people be like i don't know what tiktok is am i old well, yeah. that's what people used to say about Snapchat, remember? Well, right, but then they retweet that's what videos. People used to say about Vine. TikTok is just Vine. Right, but they retweet videos of TikToks and be like, this is hilarious. Way to go, Rex Chapman. And it's like, it has the watermark on the screen. Anyway, D- Dave, what do you want to talk about about the draft? No, um, I was going to say... Uh, no, it doesn't matter. I thought we were going to have like a segment on it. It's It doesn't stand on its own. So well, we got to do like a, we're doing like an eight person show on Monday with oh, all man. the analysts, like Brady Bunch style, talking about the draft. So, all right. Well, never mind. I'll let what you am back. I supposed to say about that, by the way? We just telling stories about these kids? Yeah, I'm going to try to stir the pot a little bit, as I've been known to do. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Hopefully, I don't get turned into the boss for, you know. Well, I guess the, the thing I wanted to talk about was I was at my I was at my office because I had to go to court yesterday because of emergency. oh wow yeah I was on the front lines out here man so emergency <laughs> cases are uh, are still having hearings so emergency cases mean you know domestic violence hearings and uh, bail hearings bond hearings and so I'm walking through my office and uh, the always on, in the lobby there's this huge TV up there and and it's always like first take and Damian Woody's on there and he was talking about Tua. 
And he said the Patriots would never draft Tua because Belichick is seeing his injury history. And he says, if you got hurt in college, you're going to get hurt in the NFL. And I just thought to myself, like, how stupid that was, considering, like, remember how many times Adrian Peterson got hurt? <laughs> I mean, players get hurt. You know, it's like freak stuff. But if you're back and you're healthy, you're you're good to go. So, especially quarterbacks. Guess, hey, guess who? Guess who missed their entire year before they got went into the draft? Uh, Rob Gronkowski didn't play. Like I think it was his junior season because his back was all messed up. Like, and who drafted him? Bill Belichick. You know, Damian Woody. Like, yeah, sometimes know. it works out. Patrick Mahomes missed the whole season almost before he won the Super Bowl, or yeah. two years before he won the Super Bowl. Well, no, yeah, but he was like a that was like his red shirt year or whatever. But the 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 point is. You know, I mean, Damian Woody played for the Patriots, so maybe he knows something. But, I mean, I'm a little – personally, having been in uh, Tua's orbit a few times over the past few months, dating back to January when I chased him all over Hawaii for him not to give me an interview. Yeah, we saw him at the Adidas Super Bowl thing, too. I ran into him there and his dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I ran, you know who else I ran into? The dude from Hawaii who told me I was going to get the interview before we bought the tickets to Hawaii. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> anyway uh not that i'm better you know i don't get you know i don't hold grudges about something like that I yeah i'd never stew over that five six months later so anyway i just get the vibe that tua's camp or whatever is nervous like when you bring in trent dilfer to be like i mean he's got he's a combination of you know bart star and superman and it's like i mean he was like, he throws better than Aaron Rodgers and Dan Reno. It's like, do you really need to say that? He doesn't throw better than them. I'm sorry. I've seen him throw. Do you think that interview process is going to dig up that wild college game day clip where to his dad said he used to beat him with a belt for throwing interceptions? <laughs> I mean, the death is not <laughs> we never talked about that as a society. We just like all decided, well, they're Hawaiian. We're going to ignore them. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's not talk about it now. I wanted to edit out a bunch of video. I don't want to have to edit it. It's my worst fear now is having to edit uh, audio and video since Nick's been gone. I love how Woody, the most controversial person. Well, I mean, I think we can ever. talk about that. I mean, it's a thing that happened on national television. And it was weird. Well, right, but we can't say, oh, he's Hawaiian. So we well, I, no, I'm not saying that that's what I, I thought. I'm just saying that I think that's kind of the attitude that people took. Well, we don't understand. It's a different culture. We don't get it. So we're just not going to. Because imagine if anybody else would have been up there and said that. <laughs> you did what? Now, because you did what? Well, I, mean, I, got beat, I, got, I got beat with the belt all the time. So. Yeah, you know, your dad's not on national television saying you got beat for throwing an interception. Listen, listen. I'm going to tell you a story about what you're talking about, Rob, which is, oh, they're from a different culture. Let's leave it be, right? When I was a prosecutor and I was in training, okay, this public defender walks in, and I'm not going to say where these people were from, but they were not from this country. They were here now, though. They were on refugee status, and they worked at a – at a restaurant or something together. It was the mom and the son. And the mom, the son said something to the mom and the mom turned around and sliced the son across his chest with a knife. Right? So, what? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in domestic violence. So um, the public defender's argument was, they're from a different culture and no big thing to just slice somebody with a knife. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cultural difference there. I get it. No, I mean, I get it. To be honest, like, I, no, I it was wait, a terrible argument. I don't want to wade in those waters. Okay, so <laughs> in a similar story, uh, my uncle Carmen, who's my mom's brother, uh, uh, 
has a one time I didn't really know him. He he was a cop in New York, and I grew up in Oregon, and I didn't really know him until I met him. I didn't meet him for the first time until I was like twenty or something, right? And we were sitting out, and he was wearing some shorts. He's like a big golf guy now. Yeah, he lives down in Florida in the summer. Area. He's like a snowbird type. Shocking, an Italian cop from New York lives in Florida and golfs. Yeah, I'm so I know. Stunned. He's against, he's really playing against stereotypes. Uh, he's also got some type of a shore house. Uh, no, yeah, I could have told you that. Up north. So anyway, he, uh, he had some mark on his leg and uh, his son was like, oh yeah, hey dad, why don't you tell me you got that? Evidently, when they were kids, my grandfather, they were at the table eating dinner, and uh, my Uncle Carmen wouldn't stop talking, and my grandfather just took the fork and went and stabbed it right into his thigh, and he has four dots from the fork jamming. See, from, a, from a different culture. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> how's, that for, how's that for a different culture <laughs> so anyway uh wife slashing one and what you're you're a habitual one-upper but you failed on that one i'm sorry well that's not a one-upper to somebody getting slashed across the chest uh no <laughs> i worked <laughs> what happened did you let him plea out dave or what i was in training um i didn't handle that case uh but no i i'm pretty sure that uh they didn't um, take that to trial. I'm sure a, a plea deal was struck at some point in the continuation after continuation of that case. I got another story about one uncle throwing a knife into another uncle's head, if you want to hear that one. You know, how are we just wearing college gear on this podcast now? Dave, just to wear a Temple sweatshirt? Yeah, I guess so. It's uh, Philly, man. It's, it's so, all right, look, there's not Temple. The Temple site doesn't even have a subscriber, bro. All right, so I can wear a St. John's hat then? No, no, you can't. Yeah. And, and the Temple site does have subscribers. Probably might, might have more than the site you work for, Dave. So. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Hey, anyway. hey, picking it up, man. <laughs> oh, look on the Louisville site. It's popping, man. The boards are hot. If you're a Louisville fan, subscribe. We got a, a deal going on free to August 1st. Sign up. Get all my. Yeah, and you get 24 7 Dave. Yeah, you get access to Lackford. Lackford's at your beck and call. You could talk to him at any time you want. Well, that should be its own site. Um, I'd sign up for that site. So, so anyway. So, so, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, uh, Last Dance, is that what it's called? Anyway, we're all going to watch it because there's nothing to watch. Uh, I love the NBA. I was. I think we were all super. We're all really into the NBA at that time. I don't. I wonder how much Rob was into the NBA at that time because we're. I was into the NBA big at that time. Okay, so Rob, because the and the reason that I have this take is because I was in the NBA big at the time, and I just as a Knicks guy, it was. I, don't know, I just developed a hatred for. Him. I understand that I'm blinded by it. So, <laughs> I just don't think he would be a top five player in the NBA right now. So that's my take. I wait, think you're picked leaving. Him up, Dave's leaving, right? When the, <laughs> I just, I, my kids are down there wilding out. Hold on. He was leaving because he was so mad at me saying I didn't think Michael Jordan was a top five NBA player. I know it would have been a good. So, so your take is that if Michael Jordan, what, what, what year, Michael Jordan? Any year? Any year. You pick him up and just drop him off right now. He's just not big enough or fast enough. It's just a different game. Like, imagine the look on his face if he saw seven footers popping three pointers. That didn't happen back then. It was it's just a different game. Everybody's – look at the way LeBron James is built. 
Yeah, he looks just and like Carl at, Malone. Who cares? No, Carl Malone never looked like LeBron James. Oh my God! See, this is what I'm talking about. Carl Malone is a little doughy. Vision is history. This is where I Rob's mean, age shows. Rob is slightly younger. This is, but I mean, this is a stupid debate. It's a debate that everybody has on every first take show. Rob, I don't want to have it. On we're not debating LeBron. We're not debating who's the. No. He would have no. been a top five player. With that's insane. Yeah. I just said he'd be an average player in today's NBA. I didn't say average. I said not top five. What? Yeah. Thank you, Dave. You weren't listening. That's no, no, no. No, because I know what the argument was based on what you texted me. And I was in court that day, and it actually threw me off from my game for like 20 seconds when I, I looked. I just think the body types and the not really working out the way guys do now and, you know, not having access to the same kind of supplements – but it's just a different build, and it's a, it's a different speed of game. Yeah, but if he came up now, if he came up now, he would have access to those things, and he would. Well, do I know, things. but that's not the argument. The argument is we're picking him out and just dropping him in. Look at Doey Carl. Oh, that is not it doesn't look like LeBron James. Look at how doughy he is. <laughs> <laughs> look at that vein popping out right there. That dude is jacked, dog. Come on, he had some access to some supplements for sure. So. The problem is, so Rob, how old were you in 1997? I, I am terrible at math. Uh, I don't know, middle school? Mm, right, that's what I'm saying. Your sports watching, you were just entering the time away. Because that's around the time where you're like, everybody sucks, this guy sucks, that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I admitted that, you know, it's partly because I love the Knicks so much. Here's why Jordan was so great, right? I hated Jordan. I was a Sixers fan, and when they traded Barkley to the Suns, I started rooting for the Suns, right? And I hated Michael Jordan. Like, I wanted him to fail like you did, Rob. And that dude, no matter how much I would hate on him, he would just kill everything and break your heart no, no matter what. Like, he was just so clutch. And you, you wanted him to fail, and he won six championships. And he, he, was, he was a great he player talked. in that era. I, there's, there's no he doubt. He would about be that. the same way now. Like he's he's no. way more athletic. What's the difference between him and Kobe? He's better than Kobe. He's better than Kobe. I think he and Kobe are comparable to basketball players. Because Kobe modeled his game after Jordan. Yeah, that's a fine comparison. I just don't think that he'd want any of the bigger, stronger LeBron James types in the world. He wouldn't need to. He, he wouldn't need to do if they played. So if the Bulls played LeBron, Pippen would be guarding LeBron. It wouldn't even matter. Like the the the, the compare. It just doesn't hold up. Like so, who are the five players that would be better than him now? That's what I'm saying. See, now you put me on the spot. Like, look at. Look <laughs> I mean, am I picking any position? Yes. I think Kevin Durant is a better basketball player. Yeah. He's just built different, man. Like, look at them. All right, look at this. Yeah, he's tall and skinny. All right, so, built so let like me ask what? you this. What is the scientific reason that every year in the Olympics we set new world records? They get broken. They get broken because people are getting bigger, stronger, and faster. That's evolution. It's happening. There's a reason that swimming records get broken every year. Track records get broken every year because everybody is getting more athletic. It doesn't – but it magically doesn't apply to basketball? No, it's still yeah. It does apply to no, basketball. It, if you talk it's about the same the, thing. If you talk about getting the, bigger, stronger, faster, it no, across you're, the board. You're talking about you're, you're talking about like bending time and space and going back in time to pluck a dude from that era. We're saying that if he, if Jordan, the the Michael Jordan that was born in that time was born in this time. See, now we're having two different arguments. 
if you that's if fine. You if you want to have if you have a Twin Peaks discussion about bending space and time, that's fine. No, listen. I'm talking about the guy that I watched play for the Chicago Bulls against the Knicks in the playoffs. If I could kick him out, drop him on the Nets right now or wherever, how would he fare? We're having yes, two he'd be easily a top five player. Yeah, he'd be top five anyway. Like you, you forget well, that. Okay, so why in every other sport are people getting bigger, stronger, and faster? But it doesn't apply. You're, com- you're talking was- about. Okay, so listen, your comparison is LeBron. Like, they're like four, they, they missed each other by like one season in the NBA. You're not, you're not talking but, about but John every year Hattie. with these records, with these swimming records and these track records. It's broken every other year. People are evolving quickly, man. It's just how it's happening. Jordan, you act like Jordan wasn't a great athlete. Like Jordan was a freak athlete. Who would he do was a fun athlete. I'm not saying he was a bad player. I don't could float on why the air. Why are you getting so mad? He was a freak athlete for his time, and he was super skilled. He was like Kawhi Leonard with athleticism. He would be fine today. He took a year off. He took a year off from the sport and went and struck out a bunch of times playing baseball after his dad died, and he came back and still dominating. Let let, let me tell you something, because I'm pretty sure that if they designed an asteroid, or not an asteroid, an android, that made every single shot he ever took, and was 6,000 for 6,000 from the floor and could dunk on a 13-foot goal, people would still be like, well, Michael Jordan made his teammates better. You know, he's not as good as Michael. There's, you can't win this argument with you people. You can't, no matter what. The guy no, could never make a shot. The argument. You would still, I you would still find and You brought, you brought you uh, an android who could dunk on I'm a 13-foot goal. I, I, there could be an android that went 8,000 for 8,000 for his career, and you would still be like, well, you didn't see Mike. There's no winning no, the argument we, with we you. We would say that's an Andrew. No, you would. There, there's movie. definitely a segment of people that would. They protect that man like they protect their mother. Okay, and that's okay. okay. Just admit it. Says the man who hates Michael Jordan so much, he owns like 50 pairs of Jordans. Like, <laughs> let me. Yeah, I was. I was. I don't hate the dude. I respect him. He's me, fine. I just don't. And he makes nice shoes. Let me tell you something. I hated Jordan so much as a kid that I still will never. I still can't bring myself <laughs> to buy true. a pair of Jordans. That's that's how much I disliked him as a player. Now the second half of his career, yeah, I rooted for him, especially against the Jazz and teams like that. But when I was a kid rooting for the Blazers, and and he was doing the shrug thing against the Blazers, I mean, I hated him, you know. So, and I he, still he I Drexler's dreams. Right. I can't, yeah, I mean, like, what thirteen threes in that game or something. He's a good basketball player. There's no doubt about. He's it. good. He's good. <laughs> this is just like the Brady was all right. You're all defensive. This is the worst take you've ever, you ever had. About yeah, I know. I like it. In all time. You got him on the ropes right now. <laughs> I'm not, I, I feel like I, I made some pretty good points. I just, a two-on-one is a tough battle to fight. Yeah, well, Woody, Woody was beating you up, and then he tagged me, and I came with the <laughs> It's going to be four. Like I said, there's no way to convince you. There's just no way, no matter what. It, it would not matter if you never missed take a shot. ridiculous. We're not making, we're not having that argument. We're not saying who's the greatest player. We're arguing your point yeah. that he wouldn't be, t- you're telling me, like, like Dave said, in Jordan's last season with the Bulls, which we're about to watch, he was way more athletic than Kawhi Leonard is now, who's arguably. Well, let's look at the guys he's playing against in this documentary. I just want to see what they look like. Just at yeah, the, their body like, types. Hold, I'm going to be sending you screenshots. I showed you what they look like. They yeah, but even like the this. worst play. Okay, but even the worst players in the NBA look like that now. Like bad players look like that. They do not look like that, bro. Let's see. Let's see. Here, pull me up. Jeff, Mike Muscala Jeff does Hornacek. not look like that. <laughs> let's pull me up. Jeff Hornacek trying to handshake Mike. Mike Jeff Hornacek would have made a great NBA player today. You want to know who's one of the best? Mike JJ Redick. He's JJ Redick. Jeff Hornacek yeah, is JJ Redick. What? You want JJ Redick is athletic. 
No, he's not. Compared to Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek could show up at the at the 24-hour fitness in South Miami, the last guy fit. You want to talk about people, if they played now, Jeff Jeff Hornacek would make 200 threes this season. Okay, I'm going to show you someone else who plays in the NBA now that's one of the top 10 players. Uh, and he's completely unathletic. You're going to put Russell Westbrook up. Or you're going to put Harden up on the screen, aren't you? No. But James Harden. Okay. I'll put Luca. Look at him. There you go. He's, but, I mean, he's got some length to him, at least. Hornacek didn't have that. Well, Hornacek is, was a bit Rob is flailing right there, Rob. Rob is flailing. We can't, this is bad audio. We cannot keep doing this. It's great audio. What are you talking about? It's bad audio. It's <laughs> because we're having two different conversations. No, no. James talking about Michael Jordan developing in this era and having access to. No, to we dropped that, and, and we said if we apply your. You're rules. moving the goalposts exactly. You dropped. No, no, we no. moved it back. And I, no, I can't we went two on one. I just can't. No, no, no. Time out, time out. Hold on. You said if you went and first of all, here's what you said. If we went and plucked him that's, out of yes, the that's my argument. Yes, that's with it. his feet dangling in the air, we plucked yes, him out of the with yes. his feet dangling in the air and dropped him at center court. Yes. On the Nets with KD and Kyrie Irving yes. against he would be the whoever. third best player on the team. Yes, Milwaukee. <laughs> you just say Kyrie Irving. <laughs> that just shows like how little you watch the NBA. Yeah, and Kyrie. You don't watch the NBA enough, Rob. There's no way like that. I haven't watched the NBA enough in the last five years. That's that's for sure. I watch I, I watch a significant amount of games a year. I probably watch 10, 20 games a year. It's not like I'm one of these I don't watch the NBA people. Right, but he would be okay. So you you think Russell Westbrook would be better than Jordan? He can't even shoot now. He can't get past well, the first round of playoffs. I, I I would just like to see the kind of numbers Jordan can put up in today's game. If I you just think were, if you they would they would be Jordan and played him against Kyrie Irving today. And they had to play 10 one-on-one games. Jordan will win all 10. Kyrie well, might not just, even score in a couple of those. See, you're just saying things now. Like, there's no way for you to know that. You're just We're saying things. We're talking about plucking people. a dude from an, a, a year and bringing him now. We're all just saying things. What are you talking well, about? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm done with this conversation. It's stupid. This is – so – the, the take is now officially on the record, and the audience can sound off and tell us what That's they fine. I got invited on the show and ambushed by two people. I didn't know this was coming. No, and Dave didn't know the take. Nobody knows the take. Only I know because I've had to hear it 50 times, and it gets more ridiculous every time I hear it. Oh, I'm like, sticking with it, man. We'd be like, oh, yeah. Like I said, the Kawhi Leonard one would be the would be the the best one. Now, okay, the one guy you could argue who would be like a freak compared to Jordan is like Giannis, but no one is no one has ever been like him. And guess what? He still can't shoot. So, well, like, maybe you could say Wilt was a freak like that. Wilt could. Dribble. I just think you guys are remembering the guy being a little faster, a little bigger, and no, a little no, no, stronger no, no. than he really Here, was. Here's what's gonna happen. You are. This is why I wanted to have this discussion now. You are now going to watch this show with us, and you're going to be like, oh, wait, he is bigger. He's faster and more athletic and better than I remember. We'll see. Because I will watch the stupid documentary under protest. <laughs> Why is it stupid? What else you be watching? I don't know. Twin Peaks. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it no matter what. It's the only thing on. Right, exactly. So, wait, there's- so you're, like, you're into like David Lynch now? No, I, I haven't. I, I had not known that this was a thing that existed until about two weeks ago. You're talking about the show Twin Peaks from the I 90s? Know, I mean, I knew it existed and I knew people watched it, but I, I guess I just thought it was like a sitcom. I had no idea what I thought it was until somebody told me and I turned it off. I thought it was like Family Ties or something. Meanwhile, 
Speaking of the 90s, hold on, Rob. Speaking of the 90s and bad players, Charles Smith. Remember, remember that game? Was it game six in the Eastern Conference Finals where Charles Smith had like seven putbacks blocked? <laughs> what are you talking about? The, you don't remember was... Charles Smith getting rejected in that game where he tried to keep – I think it was a game where Stark stunk on Jordan. It was the putback game where Charles Smith missed like – See, now the fact that he, he calls himself a Knicks fan and doesn't know that is, is – I do not recall this game. I remember no the Starks – No more basketball I, takes from Rob Cass. I remember the Starks 2-for-18 no game today. against Jordan, which that's the one that stands out from that series is Starks 2-for-18. Okay, well, you're right. D- Dave's right. If you don't remember the Charles Smith play – You don't remember Charles we're, Smith, man. That was like, moving. <laughs> Like epitomizes the history of the New York Knicks. This, like I said, it doesn't say anything about Rob's Knicks fandom. It says about Rob's age. He was not old enough to remember what was going on at the time. Two or three years makes a big difference. Especially, you know, Dave's way older than us, even though he doesn't look like it. the Charles Smith game, now the argument would be he got fouled one or two times in on those putbacks. But anyway, (laughs) that's that's that. We can move on. Maybe. Meanwhile, you're watching Twin Peaks. I can't get you guys to watch Atlanta. I don't understand how no, I can... I'll get to it. I mean, I don't have anything to do now. I'm watching all kinds of shows. You man. have to. Can you guys please watch Dave Lackford? I'm on it. I'm the last watch Atlanta next. I just finished my series that I was watching. Which was what? It was called The Mick. It's got uh, Caitlin Olsen from, uh, who plays D in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That series is hilarious. I watched it. I watched all like 20 episodes of it or however many episodes of it. However many episodes were on Fox over the years. It was a show that should have been on HBO. It definitely was not a Fox like national. Like they were doing crazy stuff on there that it blew my mind when I found out it was on Fox and that's why it got canceled. It was, it's a great show. If you're not doing anything, check that out. Hey, real quick, before we get, I might mess around and finish Game of Thrones too during this quarantine. No, don't bother. What network was Twin Peaks on originally? Because I'm watching it and I'm like, who aired this? No, I think it was on like uh, Cinemax back in the day. Yeah, it was on one of those, yeah, it was either Showtime. It was definitely something you had to pay for. Yeah, it was on, I think it was on Cinemax or Showtime. Uh, Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. But I, I didn't watch the new one. I watched. I think I watched the old one. See, I'm watching the old one. And I, I tried. The there was a new one. The, the, What's the old David Lynch um, movie where the guy was like Heineken? We drink Pabst Mall or we drink uh, PBR. You don't remember Donnie Dark? Donnie Donnie Darko? No, 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 no. no. So he's got that one. He's got Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive, that's what it is, Mulholland Drive. Which yes. is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I love that. And then this. Okay, so, so that's what you're watching right now? Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to recommend uh, this TV show called Dave. Which yes, is, that was what I was going to recommend. Uh, if you like Blackford, if you like Dave, you'll love Atlanta. All right, I'm on it. It's, like a, it's about that rapper, right? Lil Dicky. Yeah, yeah. Lil it's Lil basically Dickie. Atlanta, but with Lil Dicky instead of uh, – yeah. The, character, the main character, in, and he's hilarious. I mean, he's from Philadelphia, too, so it's right in Dave's wheelhouse. And it's got uh, Taco on it. Taco's from, uh, remember Odd Future? Yeah, yeah. Tyler, the creator, Tyler the creator. Girl sweatshirt. Taco was the producer. Taco My was only the exposure to Little, Little Dicky is that annoying song he has with Chris Brown. Well, so he makes fun of himself and his, like, general – I mean – Little Dicky is de- it's like a curb your enthusiasm type thing, except with Little Dicky. It was, it was. I feel like they bit Larry David. I mean, well, no, no. The dude the, who runs the show, 
uh, with them is Jeff Schaefer, who works on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry. Okay, he worked on Seinfeld, and he did The League also. Uh, yeah, because Dave and Gator's dynamic is just like uh, Larry uh, and Leon. Larry and J.B. Yeah. Smooth, yeah. Yeah, so highly recommend Dave. Highly recommend Atlanta. Is Dave, is the season of Dave over, Dave? No, it shouldn't be. It can't be. I don't know. I've only watched like eight episodes so far, and I feel like they haven't wrapped it up yet because the last one was. The... No, don't spoil it. I've only watched like four, so. Okay, no, I don't think it's over yet. Okay, so those are our quick recommendations. Uh, next, I had on my list. <sighs> okay, so are you guys still listening to podcasts? I know a lot of people actually aren't, despite the boredom, because you're not going anywhere. Or... I'm not in my car. So I haven't listened to a podcast in, since this started. Okay, so I've been listening to, I still listen to a lot because I'm listening to him. <laughs> I'm listening to him since Charles Smith. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I've been listening to him while I'm around the house. I'm out in the garden doing stuff. I'm always listening to him. Like I have my headphones in at all times. I listen to like 30 seconds at a time. And since a lot of the sports podcasts I listen to, kind of like us, we don't have anything to talk about. So we're talking about the Michael Jordan show. They'll just randomly talk about a game and they'll be like, oh, we're rewatching game six of the 2004 Stanley Cup playoffs. And then they oh. start going through it like you watched it. It's like, I don't remember it. Like, <laughs> so like Rob don't remember Charles Smith. Well, so I sent one to Rob the other day because it was about the Mets. It was about the Yankees Mets World Series. And they went through game one like they went through game one like inning by inning of a game that I might have not even watched at the time but it's not like they give you a heads up ahead of time so you can be like let me watch this like a movie and it keeps happening on multiple podcasts they're like all right we're gonna talk about like Bill Simmons did one the other day of the Bulls like oh we're gonna go to the 92 finals game four and they sit there and they talk about it in depth and you're like I didn't watch it I don't know what you're talking about I think there are certain games you can do that with and it's a very short list well, they, I think the Texas USC Rose Bowl. Okay. I think everybody's pretty familiar with that. I think I don't think there's a single baseball game. Well, guess what, Rob? I can bring you. I, I got Al Leiter. I got all types of anecdotes. Steve, Steve Trastle. Um, none of those games, except for maybe Game Five, the last game. Glenn Allen Hill. It was a Glenn Allen Hill. Glenn Allen yeah. Hill. Two, James, two, two, two Bobby. Two different Bobby Joneses. Yeah, so, uh, Rob, I would advise listening to that podcast because Al Leiter was a really good interview when they talked to him. He's, he's an interesting dude. If you can get him and you can get Trastle, uh, those are two pretty wild, interesting guys for interviews as far as that so goes. That's a complaint of mine because I can't take any more. It'd be like if next week we just didn't give you a heads up and we came on here and we were like, all right, we're going to talk about the 2009 Under Armour game. <laughs> we just oh God. Could you imagine? <laughs> We just start going through it. Like, I'm like, who, what are you talking about? And I'm Bryce Brown ran for 3,000. Right. I leave it on the whole time. And I'm, it's just like, I'm not, like, the sound is playing and nothing is computing in my it's brain. It's like, it's like if Rob's listening to the podcast and me and you were talking about Charles Smith getting rejected five times. <laughs> well, how long are we going to do this one for? Charles Smith, no, this is, I'm telling you, Rob. I the last baseball game I remember is Carlos Beltran with the bat on his shoulder. Uh. <laughs> That's that's 2006. It was a World Series, right? You no, know what the last baseball, the NLCS. Oh, yeah. the last baseball the game I remember is when Rob and I bet on the Brewers this year to beat – was it the Brewers to knock out the Nationals? In the, 
the one game. Yeah. And and we were we were set to win. We were sitting pretty, and it was I think it was even my bet because I had known a bunch about the Nationals and how they had no good bullpen. <laughs> and then the Brewers blew the game on some home run. And like the well, last bet I actually made, I don't typically make a habit of betting on spring training games, but I bet on games I go to. And I went to that <laughs> fateful Mets Cardinals spring training game the day before the world ended. And I actually won a spring training bet. And that, that will go down as history is the last bet I won. I do remember you being at that game and me being like, are you sure you should be there? <laughs> yeah, it was, in retrospect, it was a bad call. So, uh, all right. The other, the last thing I had uh, was a, t- a takeout discussion. How much takeout you guys been having? Too Not much. Like, none at all for you, Dave? Nah, I go stock up at the grocery store, and I'm okay. like, I spent my money. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be lazy. Right. So, so that's what I've been doing too. I mean, you know, you guys know from talking to me offline that I'm in full-on apocalypse mode over here. Uh, and I've only moved into phase two of my, uh, especially once I saw that article about the potential, her, uh, the pork plant shutting down and the meat supply maybe getting held up. That only furthered my, uh, that only furthered my rabbit plan. But anyway. yeah, I, I was, I was a little worried for the rabbits in your neighborhood. I have been for a couple of days. So, so anyway, I got food tonight because I went and got the dog fixed and I didn't want to cook when I got back. And this has been a major takeout problem for years. You get the takeout and it's in a styrofoam container. And what happens by the time you get home? It's soaking goddamn wet. You gotta punch holes in the top with a fork. Yeah, it's well, bad. No, but okay, restaurant. All I hear about is how it's up to me to save the restaurant industry. Can, have we not come up with a better technology than a styrofoam or plastic thing that turns into a terrarium? Every time you buy food, the it's only way it's worse is delivery, man. Like it's, I, I had kind of instituted a rule on myself before the world ended that I was doing no more delivery ever. Like if I wanted food, I was going to go and eat in the restaurant. Uh, this kind of obviously ended that, but no, it's no matter what, it's disappointing, but that's our only option now. It's either cook, which is great, but how is someone not- drive through drive throughs are open. You want to go get some Chick-fil-A or something? Even though the plastic ones are worse than the styrofoam, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. How has no one invented some type of a technology, like maybe Dave said, with a vent that, I mean, it's soaking wet. I picked up some fries. I drove home 20 minutes. I picked them up. I watched the dude put them in the thing. And by the time I get home, I open it up and it's like Rainforest Cafe. But, hey, but maybe this is what you do during quarantine. Change the world, big man. Shakespeare wrote King Lear in quarantine. You can do this. There we go. Yeah, Machiavelli wrote The Prince when he was like, Well, I'm just yeah, saying, don't, listen, I don't want to hear any more lecturing about how it's up to me to save restaurants when restaurants can't even be bothered to figure out a way to make a, a decent to-go carrier. You know who has it figured you, you out? Chinese food. Yeah, fries being bad 20 minutes later. Fries are an eat them now thing. Like, yeah, 20 I, minutes they, later, fries are Everything gets wet. No matter what you have in there, you have a burger in there, the bun is soggy. You yeah, you got to, I'm telling you, man, listen, in Philly, I used to get takeout all the time and they always would give you the styrofoam. Some places would give you the plastic. I wouldn't even order from the plastic places, right? But what they do is they, they'll, I'll say vent, I'll say, yo, vent the styrofoam. And they know what that means. They'll take a plastic fork and they'll punch two holes in the top and it'll keep your stuff crisp. Yeah, it's food. only hot food because you know, sushi in the plastic things does okay. Yeah, if you get steam it pretty escapes when you vent it. Yeah, it's, it's steam the steam. Is what happens. You just cut right, it. I get that, but why is, why is the onus on me to invent, to come up with a solution for a problem that... I mean, the onus isn't on you. I'm just saying you can make a lot of money if you did. Yeah, well, you know, 
I do have access to a restaurant that is doing takeout uh, or a pickup or whatever. And get, I can promise you they're using styrofoam because, you know, if you think they haven't heard this rant. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? This will really get you going. I went to pick up some wings last week and I didn't know. I mean, I'd never gotten to go from this place before. And I got there and they said, what's your order number? I don't know my order number. My name's Cassidy, you know? And they're like, we can't give it to you if you don't know the order number. We had too many orders back there. So I drove away and didn't get my wings. That was it. That was the end of the conversation. So the Greek place by my house that I go to is like that. They'll be like, and there's no rhyme or reason. You'll call in, you'll be like, yeah, let me have a pizza, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, you're number 82. And you walk in and you're like, they're like, what's your number? And you're like, like you said, I don't know. And I was well, like, they, didn't even, they didn't tell me I needed to remember it. It's not like there was a phone conversation. I ordered it online. And there wasn't like a thing sent to me that was like, you need to know this. They just assumed that I should know the order number. And it was like a four digit number. Yeah, I would have lost it. I, I, you know, I, I told this to one of my other friends today. So for the most part, I've been handling the quarantine well, but I only notice my breaks of sanity when I leave the house. So when I go out in the world, I mean, we're talking road rage, we're talking we're talking like I'm on the fringe. Like some lady came up to me in a parking lot, tried to start talking to me today. And I mean, she was almost like, it was almost a bad scene because she's like, she was like panhandling or something. And I'm like, look, lady, I get it. But what are we doing? How's that? I went out today for 2019. I went out today for a drive and drove, like drove all over the city. Not a single person honked. And that is insane for the city. Well, like it's, <laughs> there was no honking. me because... Uh, some trucker, some trucker got a little mouthy with the horn to me today, and best believe it was a lot of uh, expletives, horns, middle fingers in had across. By the way, traffic here is like horrible. I thought I was going to go pick up the dog. I went to go pick pick up the dog at the vet, and I was like, "Oh, there'll be no traffic." I eighty five just bumper to bumper dead stop. <laughs> There's nobody out on the roads here. It's 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 a ghost town. It's great. Well, anyway, so that is, uh, so that's been my one rage. I've been raging at the, you know, when I go out and, and the, the store nearest to my house, you want to talk about w nobody in the, nobody in the store wearing masks, people bumping into me and stuff like where it's a different world down here. Yeah. How is it that you guys are less behaved than we are? Like the people in Miami are behaving for the most part. Now I did see a video of somebody having strippers in his backyard and a group of about 40 people throwing money at them. But other than that, everybody's pretty well behaved. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, uh, well, we're, 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 we're on the backslide here. We're going to be when, okay. This is the second question I got for you. Do you think, what are we going to, will we cover any events before, will any of the three of us cover any in-person football events between now and September 1st? I hope so. I hope so too. Uh, do I think so? Yeah. I think, I think we're going to be forced to. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think, yeah, I think we will. I will say so, yes. I mean, as we know from Dave, the training group in Louisville hasn't stopped. No. <laughs> Based on the local news coverage I've seen uh, lately. <laughs> the, I can promise you There's that a shit going on. at a minimum of two first round picks that were ranked highly by me and not as highly by other people. We'll save that for draft night. Our work, the, I, see them, I see them working out. Two first round picks here in Atlanta with like 40 other people every day. Yeah, nobody. And the thing is like, I don't think that like 
stay home Twitter has, has discovered football Twitter. So they're living in these two different spaces where if the scream at everybody to stay home Twitter ever discovered football Twitter and all these kids are still working out in groups of 40, we'd have a real clash. But they don't know each other exists. Well, they're, they're, they're operating two different I think we're on a downslope, man. I, people are getting really mad, dude. People are out in mass. Well, they just parked two refrigerated trucks at the hospital down the street from my house. So the downslope looks like a stack of dead bodies. Oh. <laughs> we're really on a downslope. I, at I least in Miami. Well, you may be. I, I think like what Dave said, you know, people are going to go out here soon, whether, whether we're supposed yeah. to. But, I mean, here's the thing. Where are they going to go, bro? Like, Jacksonville's going to open the beaches, I saw, of course. But if there aren't bars and shops and gyms and restaurants, are they just going to go stand in the road? There are going to be bars and shops. The they're going to open stuff up, man. What's the, what's the enforcement mechanism if I go open my uh, restaurant up right I, now? I, I don't know. And I'm, Like I said, I don't, I'm, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know what's safe and what's not. I just – I don't think that if they open a bar right now, I would go to the bar. Well, you wouldn't, but I yeah, you wouldn't. I wouldn't go to the bar right now. I'm good. I'm chilling. Y'all go ahead. Let, you know, go storm that beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll take that hill for me. Let me know how it works out. Talk to me in two. What to about days. what about Johnny? What if Johnny's open? No, I I still would not. If Wood Tavern open, I would give it a second look. David, <laughs> did you come with us to Johnny's? Have you ever been? Nah, I need to go down to Miami with y'all, man. No, 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 no. You need to come to John. John I'm not trying to go to Johnny's. We don't need to go to Miami. If you want to meet people from Michigan, we can go out in Miami. If, if you want. Well, there are places in Miami to go out that isn't Winwood, and you can meet real people. But yeah, if you want to meet people from Ohio, Winwood is the place to go. No, nah, man, I meet real look. people in in Louisville all the time. I'm tired of real people. I'm tired of earnest, <laughs> nice people. I want to meet some superficial plastic. Let me tell you something, Dave. Oh, you do that too. We'll take you to Johnny's and you'll have a 65-year-old sugar mama taking care of you. <laughs> you'll be shutting down the law firm. Let's go. Hey, I got to move to, to move to suburban Atlanta and live in like, How have uh, you never suburban. been? How have you never been? The problem is when you come to Atlanta for like the five-star, you end up hanging out with the plebes and you don't end up with, with us. Nah, what are we doing in Atlanta? I, we hung out. We went to some restaurant. It was lame. Yeah, I don't. I won't get into what happened that night, but you – Let's just say somebody on this call was overserved, and for once, it was not me. <laughs> it was. Was that the? What I do? What I do? <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying you were a lot that night. We, I'm always like that. No, that night we went out. The only reason we went out like that is because we had to work until like ten o'clock, and it was the only restaurant we could find. Remember? No, 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 no. You're talking about a different night. I'm talking about the night before you got there. It was like me, Dave. Uh, the girl from the Arkansas site. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were wilding out that night. <laughs> yeah. No, Man, but that was a fun time. Dave is talking about the time the three of us went to dinner at Two Urban Licks, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that I was, think that was the night opposite Rob's talking about, I was out discussing, like, socioeconomic plight with a homeless dude for about Yeah, bro, I had to pull you out of a bodega. You were, you were having a conversation that cannot be repeated on this podcast. Bodega. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let me know what it was. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, I know you were riding those scooters, and guess what? Yeah, I'll tell you what it was when we get off. Guess, right. what, guess what? The one benefit we've had. You want to talk about us being the virus? The virus is the scooters, and the scooters <laughs> are gone. It's cold. They're nowhere to be found. Have you seen them anywhere? They're gone. I can't wait till they no, come. they're gone. I'm going to drive a scooter to Atlanta. I don't know if they, they had to be picked up or if people just threw them in the lakes or what happened. No, they're gone. The vibe, Corona got all the, the scooters. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're all gone. Uh, so anyway, all right, that that's enough. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, so hopefully we can watch the show on Sunday. Maybe we record on Monday for uh, for the Jordan thing because it's going to be. I can't wait for the listener feedback. Uh, Rob's Twitter is at Cassie underscore Look, the, the two takes that I've taken the most flack for in my life are that and then I don't think Tupac is a good rapper. Yeah. Me, me, <laughs> yeah. yeah meanwhile, meanwhile, let's discuss some of the rap you listen to. You think he's better than, you think Drake is better than Tupac? No, not at all. I think Drake yeah, is good music. Listen, but listen. I do think like, I do think that like, Brockhampton, every member of Brockhampton is better than Tupac. I think that Kanye West is better than Tupac. When we were at the Five Star Challenge, Nas dropped that garbage album. Nas is, of course, much better than Tupac. That's a great, that album is great. That album is trash. And and Rob's sitting there on his computer with his headphones in, and he just keeps saying, cop shot the kids, cop shot the kids, cop shot the kids. that's right. What are we doing? Shut (laughs) up. I'm vibing. No, you always no flavor, man. You said that one line over. He's right. Over and over. <laughs> he was broken. <laughs> was it I don't even realize I'm doing it sometimes. He was also rain, like Rain Man. It's Talk a good album. For Cincinnati. No, no, he didn't get that far. It was only that one line. It was, Cop shot the kid. Cop shot the kid. Yeah, yeah. Over, because that's the song. There's, like, there's a that's sample. the beat. That's not the line. That's the, that's the beat. Like. It's, it's yeah, the beat is, in, and he's rapping. It's the yeah. worst production thing ever because it's a slick Rick sample of him saying, "Cop yes. shot the kids, cop shot the kid," and then Nas is rapping over Slick Rick's vocal. It was trash. It's a great album. It is a trash album, and it's. I, I, well, I'm not going to sit here and have hot take competitions with you. Look, if you think that, that's great, Dave. I think I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to have first take hip hop edition with you. <laughs> well, congratulations. Happy for you, buddy. No, but I hope it makes you feel really good to have an opinion and yell about it. Dave, does, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Dave does make it. Dave just made a good point that you were singing the lyrics that weren't even lyrics in the song. You were singing the slick Rick part. I didn't realize it's, that. That's that's the beat. Yeah. Have you heard the song? No, I have. I stopped listening to Nas in 1997. Yeah, when here we go. <laughs> yeah. Says the guy that went. To, says the guy that routinely goes to Snoop Dogg concerts. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> puts on a great show. Yeah, I'm sure. Did he smoke marijuana on stage? Awesome. How cool is that? Did you hear about that? The guy went up there and he lit a joint on the stage. Wow. Get out oh, of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end this. I'm done. I can't talk. This is first take hip hop edition, though. I love it. <laughs> I'm not saying Snoop is a great. A, a, a great on great. the stage. You put everybody. The greatest I'm saying I like to go watch him live. Now you could go watch Nas in like a 10-person venue because nobody wants to go see him. So <laughs> all right, we're done. Let's get out of here. Yo, tell me don't, don't hang up yet. Oh yeah, let me know when you're done recording so I can tell him. Hey, when did when did Stillmatic come out? <laughs> it's Stillmatic in like 2001. No, no, when did Stillmatic come out? Oh, 2000. Yeah, 2001. All right. What what was that? What was that Nas song with the little kids singing? I know I can. I know I can. Yeah, there we go. That's that's rap. Yeah. That's, that's that's not good. Re- that's really everybody's got everybody's got a every, not, nobody's a thousand percent shooter. You know, everybody's got a bad album. He's got that one. All right, that wraps it up for us. We'll be back next week. Bye.